Glory to God. Well, I'll tell you what. Whatever weather it is, Jesus is still Lord. Whatever happens in the world, Jesus is still Lord. Whatever the devil tries to, to discourage you with, Jesus is still Lord. Doesn't matter. He's still on the throne. God's still on the throne. The devil hasn't dethroned him. He tried, and that was his whole motive, was to dethrone God. But you know what? God can't be dethroned. He's forever. <laughs> he rules. He reigns. Now, people get in trouble, and people falter, and people lose hope, and people lose faith. People let fear dominate instead of faith in God and what the Lord has said. So, But you know what we have to do? We have to just stand fast. And believe that God's Word is truth in spite of it all. Amen. Jesus is still Lord. It doesn't matter. I, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. How many can say amen? amen. It does not matter. <laughs> Jesus is still Lord. Hallelujah. He's Lord over it all. And we just thank God for it. And thank the Lord. I want to read some scriptures in Matthew 14. And um, verses 22 through 33. I don't think we got them up there, Paula. We didn't get them on there yet. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. Now, I, listen, you know what? If we'll, if we'll get some instructions from God, we'll get to the other side. <laughs> Amen. The other side of your problem, the other side of your mountain, the other side of the sickness, the disease, the other side of everything the devil's throwing your way, we'll get to the other side. And he sent the multitudes away. When he sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain for him, by himself to pray. And then when evening come, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night... Jesus went to them. Now, somebody, somebody says, well, why couldn't Jesus just appear sooner? <laughs> well, you know what? The Lord, the Lord you know, we, we have to put our faith and confidence in God, whether the, whether the waves are tossing, whether the wind's blowing, whether the sun's shining, or whether it's a stormy weather. You know, we've got to keep our confidence in God. Jesus is Lord. But he came in that night walking on the sea, and when the disciples saw him walking in the sea, they were troubled, saying it's a ghost, and they cried out for fear. Now, you know what? I, I think that's a slap in the Lord's face, you know, because he's a, he just showed them great, multi, great uh, miracles over there just before he sent them away, and he came walking on the sea. But he said, Jesus immediately spoke to them, be of good cheer. It is I. Don't be afraid. Now, I like this next disciple, Peter. Peter was always quick to speak. Remember? But Peter was also the one that got that revelation, Thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. And Peter said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come on down. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to, the, uh, to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, beginning to sink. Beginning to sink. Listen, how many's ever had problems come your way? And most of us have already seen the end of the problem, and that's defeat. But the Bible said when Peter saw, uh, you know, when Peter had come down the boat, he walked on the water to Jesus, and he saw that the wind was boisterous. Now, 
Jesus had already said, victory's yours. And you, you said, if it's you, Lord, bid me to come. And you know, you know how many how many's ever questioned God after you said, Lord, now if if it's your will for me to do something, you do this, and He does it, and we said, Well, Lord, let me let me ask one more let me, one more thing that will see if your will's really in this or not, and uh, and we we talk ourselves out of victory right on the spot. God's will is right here in this Bible. <laughs> And every jot and every tittle, every word is truth. And there's nothing the devil can do about it. It's established forever. His word is forever settled in heaven, the Bible says. So this word is truth. And so what we have is the word of the Lord. But he saw the wind boisterous. He was afraid. Beginning to sink, he cried out to the Lord, Lord, save me. Now, thank God for God's compassion. (laughs) <laughs> if it wasn't for the compassion of God, there wouldn't be one of us sitting here tonight. If it wasn't for God's compassion and understanding that we're just human beings, and sometimes we know and we, and we really try ourselves to be human beings instead of to be the superhuman beings that God's called us to be. We're, you know, we're, we're super people in the Lord. Isn't that what? He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So the power of God is in you, being manifested through you. And once you understand who you are and what you have and understand the blood of Jesus and understand the power of the blood of Jesus, understand that Jesus was not defeated. He was risen. And all of us believe that. But there's, you know, there's some, a lot of people don't live like he's risen. People don't talk like he's risen. They don't act like he's risen. Hallelujah. Because, you see, we're still walking in our human-sensed realm. Most of the time, that's where we live, is in the human-sensed realm. <laughs> what we see, what we feel, what we hear. That's the human-sensed realm. And that's where we walk. But God wants us to get up into a heavenly realm. God wants us to get up into a realm where we can walk in Him. And walk in faith and walk in the Word and the power of the blood of the Lamb. And once we get to that position where we can walk like God wants us to walk, talk like God wants us to talk, and we'll act like God wants us to act. And when I talk about acting, I'm not talking about going out here and cussing. You know, I don't believe any of us are going to go out there and cuss. But we got to act like God wants us to act. How's that? Act like Jesus. We're replicas of Jesus. He said, be ye imitators of the Lord. We're, we're, we're to be imitators. Of, when I say imitators, that's being like God. In other words, we're doing what Jesus has done. Now, you know, we... we <laughs> I know growing up, I, I used to mimic my dad, you know. And I did that in my garage, preaching, when I was five years old. And I'd mimic my dad. I'd kick that little leg out there. Glory to God. And almost fall just like I almost did then. <laughs> but I, I would mimic him. You know why? Because I saw results in my dad. I saw results. I, 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 saw, I saw things happen when he prayed. A woman came to our house that was brought to our house 
I was a teenager then. I happened to be off work. I wasn't working that afternoon, and I was there, and they, they brought her to, she was in her 30s or almost 40, I guess, but she was demon-possessed. Demon-possessed. I'm talking about not oppressed, possessed. And, and the, the devils talked out of her. I mean, you know, I was sitting in there, and my little, my, my little 90-pound weakling body was cringing, you know. <laughs> but I, but I, my dad took authority over that. My mother was there, too. And I tell you what, my mother was no, she didn't back off from the devil. She would not back off from the devil. She believed what God said. And they, they started binding those spirits. And that spirit would say, you can't do this. And my dad said, yes, I can, because by the blood of Jesus, I've been redeemed, and now I represent him, and I, whatever I ask in his name, he does it. <laughs> and they commanded those devils to come out one by one. And they came out one by one. Now, I've seen them come out all at once, you know, with people, you know, when preachers pray for them and different things. But they came out one by one. And when that last devil left, the back door was locked. But that door opened and shut. <laughs> and when that door opened and shut, that woman that was almost, she'd almost fallen like a dead person there when those demons come out. And she was laying there. All of a sudden, the glow of the Holy Spirit of God came on her. And a smile and her radiance changed. And she lifted her hands up and began to praise God and began to praise God in that language that only God gives, that Holy Ghost language. And she began to praise God, was filled with the Holy Spirit right there on the spot. God did something right there. And she was delivered. Hallelujah. Delivered. Why? Because we have the right to walk in the realm that God walks in. God's given us that place, that position as believers. We, we've got to see ourselves as, listen, you need to read the whole book of Ephesians. Paul said he's made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And what did he say? We're far above all principality, power, and might, and dominion. that's named in this world and in the world to come. We're seated far above it all. Why? Because Jesus is seated far above all the powers of darkness. Hallelujah. He's seated at the right hand of the Father when He ascended on high and He went into the lower depths of the earth and He come forth victorious and He loosed those saints of God that were down in that bosom of Abraham and loosed them and brought them out. And, you know, the Bible said when He resurrected, there's people got, they resurrected all over the place. Can you imagine that? I tell you what, that resurrection power is pretty powerful. <laughs> but what happened was, you know, they were walking, and, and Peter walked in the things of the Lord, but he saw that day when he was walking on the water, he said, oh boy, this is not looking too good here. But faith and fear, we're going to get to something here because we need to learn how we can overcome fear with faith. God wants us to have, we, listen, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. We're going to face the things the world faces. We're, we're, we're facing the same pandemic that the whole world's facing. If it's a monetary crisis that comes, we're all going to face the same monetary crisis that comes. Every one of us. 
Because we're in this world. But we're not of this world. See, that's the thing you've got to understand. We're in this world, but not of this world. The world is going to be ruled by fear. But the church of the living God is going to be ruled by faith in God. And what God has already wrought for us and what He's done. So, God never intended for the devil to intimidate us. Never. Never did He intend. Listen, the devil, that's all he can do is intimidate you. He can't do anything about nothing. Praise God. He's already defeated. He knows that more than most believers know that. The devil knows he was defeated 2,000 years ago. But somebody said, well, if he knows that, why is he so powerful? He's not powerful. He's only powerful when he can get a hold of our minds and make us have doubt, fear, and unbelief and not believe what Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago. Now, will we see the results of this thing in this world? Sure, we're going to see the results of the enemy. We're going to see the results of the, uh, of the powers of darkness working in this world. We're going, we're going to see these things happening, but we don't have to cringe in fear. And that's what I want to deal with tonight is we need to understand fear is not of God. God gave us faith, not fear. God never intended. When fear first entered the heart of man, God put a plan into motion right then. There was a plan put into motion right then. The devil was defeated. He had caused Adam and Eve to fall, but when the Lord came down and he saw them and he said, Adam, where art thou? He said, I was, I was afraid, <laughs> and I was hiding behind this fig leaf. He had these fig leaves over him. And he said, he was afraid. Yeah. Fear. They had never had fear in their heart and their life. Never did know what fear was, because they didn't have to fear. But fear came when the, at the fall of man. But when God robed them with the sacrifice, he, he had a sacrifice. He, he took the skin and robed them and put clothes upon them. And the thing is, you know, the power of God was showing himself strong on their behalf right there at that moment. And they were victorious. The devil had the promise given to him that day. Now, the promise was already fulfilled in God's mind. How many ever got some promises from the Lord? Well, I, I never... I I thought that's 59 years ago, and I hadn't seen it come to pass yet. <laughs> so, in God's mind, it's already. <laughs> God looks at the end results. God looks at what when he 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 told the devil. He said the the seed of the woman. Is going to bruise your head. <laughs> the, is going to, the heel of the woman, the heel, is going to bruise your head. Because, you know why? Redemption was on God's mind. God already had a plan before anything bad ever happened. God already had something ready to go. Because, listen, God is God. He knows it all. He knows everything. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you know what? We're not going to let fear dominate. Faith is what God wants us to do. Fear is the devil's tool. 
Faith is God's gift. God's gift to you as a believer is faith. And don't you, you know, I, the, the, the word that's quoted mostly is Hebrews, that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is. Now faith is. Now faith is. Not going to be. Now faith is. The substance. Faith is the substance. Now, you know, I know a lot of, we as human beings have a hard time with this part of it. <laughs> and we've all battled in this area. I've I battled in this area in the past, you know, and every, everyone's a battle. But in our minds, you know, we haven't quite comprehended the fact that victory was won 2,000 years ago. Amen. Victory was won 2,000 years ago. It's already ours. God doesn't have to come back and do anything else to bring the victory. <laughs> Nothing else is going to be done on God's part as far as our victory. We have been redeemed. Amen. We've been bought. But fear. Now, I'm just going to give you some observations about fear real quick. Number one, fear is always waiting for you around the corner. Have you ever been scared at night to walk around by a door? You think somebody's going to jump out at you? Say boo. <laughs> well, you know, but fear is always waiting. Always waiting. You can get a big miracle happen in your life, Brother Hass, and fear is waiting over here in the corner. Oh, I'm going to jump over there and say. You may have got a big healing manifested. And fear is sitting over there and says, huh. And he'll put, hey, don't you feel that pain there that you used to have? You know, I thought you were healed. That's fear. Fear is always waiting. But look at Matthew 14. Immediately Jesus made his disciples get in the boat and go before him. And the boat was down in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves. And fear was waiting on them. Yeah. See, fear was waiting on them. When they were out in that sea, fear was waiting on them. Listen, you get in your car and you go home, fear's out there waiting on you. Oh, yeah. You turn the news on, fear's waiting on you. <laughs> fear. Did you know fear is ruling people's minds today? Fear is in control of our joy. It's causing us not to be able to rejoice in the things of the Lord. But it's always waiting. Uh, Fear is that sensation, it's that feeling, it's that uh, inner knowing that anything can happen and the results of what happens won't be good. You know, you ever had that scared feeling? Oh, something could happen. Did you know, I, literally, I, I've seen people that was afraid to get in the car because fear gripped them. Fear gripped them. A lady came to the service one night in Indiana where I was ministering, and, and she, she had someone to bring her, you know, finally. And she come. And she had such a fear of getting in her automobile. She couldn't even go down to the store a quarter of a mile, you know, in the car because of the fear that gripped her heart. Fear. It, it was just, it was, a, it was a tormenting fear. Fear has torment. And she couldn't do it. She would freeze up 
she, she'd try to get in the car to go, and she'd just freeze up and just couldn't budge and couldn't move because fear had gripped her. Somehow or another, someone got her to the service that night. She came in, and, and we ministered on just a word. I, I forget what I preached on that night, but it was the word of faith. <laughs> and she came up, and she was shaking, even to come up. She was just shaking with fear. And she began to tell me her story. And I told her, I said, well, you know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I said, what the devil's doing, he's putting imaginations in your mind. That's how the devil works with imaginations. Makes it look worse than what it is. And, And I said, it's a spirit of fear. That's causing you and paralyzing you in your everyday life and paralyzing you to even be able to come to church and enjoy church. Fear. And I began to explain to her. I administered that night. I didn't know she was going to be there, but I administered it along these lines, you know, the same lines I was talking to her about. And, I, and she began to weep. And we, I said, now we're going to lay hands upon you and we're going to, we're going to bind and we're going to loose. We're going to bind the spirit of fear that's operating in you, and we're going to loose you from that spirit of fear. But you're going to have to replace that fear with faith. See, I can't impart faith into your spirit. I can impart the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word. And I said, you know, I was trying to explain to her, I said, I wish I could just impart faith into you. But that's not it. We got, we got to get rid of the culprit. Fear. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word. And she got enough of hearing of the Word that night to where she believed God, and God set her free from that fear. The next night she came to church, and she drove herself to church. And everybody said, Brother Clarence, come here, come here, come here, come here. You know, and everybody's out there watching her drive down the highway and come into the parking lot and park that car. And she got out just shouting and praising God. And she said, you know, I told the devil this morning. It was was in the evening service the night before that God did this for her. And she said, I told the devil this morning. She said, devil, you're a liar. I don't have fear. I have faith in God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And she said, I got in that car, and I drove 15, 20 miles down that way, 15, 20 miles this way. I just got, and she said, I even went over the speed limit a little bit. Because I knew that I had got victory. And she never had to fear anymore after that. Listen, faith versus fear. We're going to overcome fear with faith. It's not a sin. Listen, I don't want people to ever look down on themselves because they get like they're doubtful or fearful and and, uh, looks like they're giving in, you know, yielding to the spirit of uh, the, the devil, the fear and all of that that's coming against them. I don't want to ever condemn anybody. Listen, I've been in situations and places where I've had to deal with it. And we all have to deal with it. But what I'm going to encourage you with tonight is this. We're going to overcome fear with faith. Yes. Amen. And the fear that's trying to in, 
develop our world today, and it's not only the world, it's in the church realm also. Fear is trying to dominate people's hearts and lives. There's people watching me by Facebook Live. Some of them is in other countries right now. And listen, these other countries, they don't have even the freedoms we still have today. And they're still worshiping God and serving God. And they have to do it by faith. They have to do it by boldness and courage and faith. And God honors it, and God is honoring it. Hallelujah. But we have to be the same way here. We have to understand the devil does not win. He'll never be a winner. He was defeated. He was defeated. And the only way that he can hold us in bondage is through our mind and through uh, trying, to, in, trying to show you that you're not what you think you are. And you can't do what you think you can do. <laughs> Amen. But I'll tell you what, we need to get bold. Yeah. Be like that woman and say, devil, you're a liar. She said first time she got behind the wheel of that car, when she did that, she, her, her hands froze. And she said, I'm not going to, devil, you're not going to defeat me. And she just started laughing at the devil, she said. Yeah. Laughing at him. And she said, I am free. I'm free. And she just started driving that car. Hallelujah. She said that she held it tight the first mile or two, you know. I mean, you know, there's natural reactions to things, too, you know. And she was, she was holding it. T- but she said, when I got down the road, she said, I, I just kind of loosened up. And I even lifted up one hand. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why? Because she was victor. Through faith in what God's Word says. Faith is ours. So fear is always waiting on you. <laughs> You're not going to get away from something trying to get you. If, you. if you watch TV long enough, you'll get something to be afraid of. Amen? I mean, they're finding stuff wrong with products out there that I've been using all wrong all my life. Fear. Oh, Lord. Oh, I hope I don't get that now. Oh, no. No. Faith overrides fear. And you know what? Even if we got a hold of something bad, God's Word and God's power and the blood of Jesus will keep us and preserve us and keep us. Now, I don't believe we tempt the Lord. If you know something's bad, you don't go drink it or eat it. Amen? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about don't let fear dominate you to where you can't even go out and get anything, you know. Because fear is dominating. But it's always waiting on a chance to happen. Uh, you know, you can have fear of an intruder in your home. People can't sleep good at night because they, every time they hear something, oh, I wonder if that's somebody trying to get in. You know, if somebody did get in, all you got to do is just jump up and shout, Hey! Glory to God. And I'll tell you, I guarantee you they'll run out that door. Amen. <laughs> There's something about praise that just upsets the devil. <laughs> but fear. Car, you know, some people are afraid to drive a car just like that lady was. Some parents have fears when they hear sirens at night and their kids are out in their cars. And they hear the, the fear, that fear said, oh my, something's happened, something's happened, something's happened. You know what we've got to do? We've got to learn to put them in God's hands. Just put them in God's hands and say, Lord, they're in your hand. You can have a fear of failure. 
You, you can, the, you can, you know, you, you can be blessed in what you're doing right now, and then the devil will come along and put a fear there. And say, well, it ain't going to happen all the time. This ain't going to be like this all the time. You know, you, you know, you're you're apt to fail. You you know, you know, the percentages. Well, you know what? I'm in the upper percentage of success. Amen. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes. Amen. And we can have what God says we have. But fear blinds us from seeing the Lord. Because what happened to the disciples that night when they saw Jesus walking on the water? They had just seen miracle after miracle happen. And God told them to go to the other side. Take your boat and go. I'll meet you over there. You just go on. He didn't tell them he was going to come walking on the water to them. But, you know, that was a surprise. <laughs> but he, he had told them that and told them just go on to the other side. And when they got over there, you know, and then Jesus came walking up on the water, that stormy sea water. And they said, it's a ghost. Listen, fear blinds you from seeing the Lord. Fear will blind us from seeing good things happen in this time that we're in right now. We've got to start seeing God move and God doing things and believing that God can still do what he said. Listen, Jesus and the disciples in the early church was in an atmosphere of God-hating, church-hating. They were (laughs) devil-possessed, religious zealots that was out after the church. And all of these were there. But you know what? They couldn't stop the church of the living God. Because fear didn't grip their heart. They saw the resurrected Christ. They saw him. We may not have seen him physically, but we've seen him in the spirit. And I believe many of us have seen visions of him. God has revealed himself to us in many ways. And we know that Jesus is Lord and he's still alive and he's still victorious. Can you say amen? But fear blinds you from seeing the Lord. It's like a monster under a kid's bed, you know. Mommy, I can't sleep. There's a monster under my bed, you know. Y'all never had that problem, did you? (laughs) Well, I gave my mom and daddy a problem with that, I'll tell you. (laughs) My uncle was staying with us. He was a prankster. And uh, we had our little bed. My brother, my little brother and I slept on this bed over here, and he slept in this big bed. And uh, he come in late. And from work, and then my older brother had to sleep over there with him, you know. That back when he had to just do it that way, you know. And, uh, and, uh, but I, I remember about two in the morning, I heard the shuffling of feet, you know, shuffling of feet. And I was so afraid and ter- I didn't dare, and he tried to open my eyelid, you know. And, and I know who in the world it was, it's my uncle. Charles Ray. I mean, you know, he was a, he was a, he was a prankster, you know. And, but I mean, it terrified me enough to where I was petrified. And I wasn't going to dare open my eyes and see this witch-like woman, you know, or something like that over me. (laughs) Fear. It'll blind you. It's like the monster under the kid's bed. (laughs) Oh, you know, fear is powered by fuel that's not really there. When you get right down to who was it, one of the great statesmen said, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Yeah. The only thing you have to fear is fear itself. 
<laughs> and that's true. I, I mean, it's truth, and, and really you could back it over the word. <laughs> fear. But, you know, imaginations go wild. Amen? But fear stems from unbelief. Matthew 24, 22 through, 27 through 31, we showed that. But he said, you have so little faith. Why did you doubt me? You have so little faith. Why did you doubt me? Why did you doubt me? You know what doubt is? The word doubt means when you break it down in the original uh, language there that it is, diacrino is the word. But it, it means to be divided between two opinions. That's what doubt is. You're divided between two opinions. You've got God's Word over here, and then you've got the circumstances over here. And you're divided between two opinions on which one you're going to believe. So what we've got to do is decide, I'm going to believe God. Praise God. Now, I, somebody said, well, you, 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 can't, you can't talk this problem in the world out. It's getting worse and worse and worse. It's going to get worse and worse. That's what the Bible said. It's going to get worse and worse. I'm just saying we don't have to let fear dominate us. We need to let faith in God dominate us. It's going to take faith. We haven't faced anything that the early church faced yet. Amen. Uh, all we're facing is just, uh, well, you know, threats. <laughs> threats from the devil. But praise God. So anyway, God's with us and will protect us. Look what Psalms 118 verse 6 says. The Lord is on my side. Everybody say, the Lord's on my side. If God be for you, in another scripture, who can stand against you? The Lord is on my side. David said this, I will not fear what man can do to me. <laughs> I will not fear what man can do to me. Because the Lord's on my side. God's plans are perfect. David said again in Psalms 18.30, He upholds me. As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He's a shield to all those who trust in Him. The word of God's proven. Yeah, you, you want to prove something? This word's been proven. Every one of us have proven this word. You've proven this word uh, in, in sickness, in, in disease, and you, you, you've, you've proven this word when trouble and chaos comes. You, we've proven this word. Yeah. We've proven the word. The word is God's faithful to his word. And God's word will be performed. Can you say amen? And the word of the Lord is proven, and he's a shield to all those who trust in him. I like what Paul said in Philippians 4.19. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Did you know there's a fear now of, and listen, I, I guess I need to preface this part of it with this. It's going to get worse. Yeah. It's going to get worse. They talk about cashless society. They've been talking about it for years, but now it's getting really, really close to a cashless society. Did you know there's a lot of places wanting to take $100 bills? And it's still real cash. But they won't take it 
Because they're trying to get us in a situation to where we can kind of, kind of just ease right into the new money systems. Cashless. Cashless. And it's controlled through electronics. And how many knows what electronics has done even in our election? <laughs> so, well, and that's not to put fear in us. We need to have our faith in God. Because the Lord... He, Paul said, my God shall supply all of my need, all my need. Now, that's physical, financial, spiritual, mental, emotional. Whatever it is, God will supply according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Romans 8.31, Paul said, what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God's on our side, who can stand against us? I'm trying to encourage you tonight. Is y'all getting encouraged? Yeah. <laughs> To put your faith in God? Amen. He said, there if anyone's in Christ, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he's a new creature, old things are passed away, behold, all things have become new. So, what about faith now? Faith is important. We've talked a little bit about fear and what it does, but faith. The Bible said in Matthew 14 that the wind died down when Jesus was out there. And those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. I'll tell you what, we're, go- we're going to see God move in our time of crisis in America. We're going to see the power of God move and manifest. And, and we're going to see God... It's not over till God says it's over. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I-, I-, I just want to encourage you tonight, it's not over till God says it's over. And when God says it's over, then it's over. But then I'm going to have my ear tuned in for the trump of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. But the opposite of fear is faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is substance. Faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. We've got it all backwards. We've got to see it and feel it and hear it and, and touch it before we can ever believe it. But that's not what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I believe God. I believe God. Now, faith, well, faith's on our side. Can you say amen? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. That's Psalms 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord. It's not fear of things, it's the fear of the Lord. That fear of the Lord is that respect for the Lord, that, 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 that deep respect that we have as a spiritual person to the Lord, knowing that He is for us and not against us. And if God be on our side, who can stand against us? So how do we overcome the fear? I, I don't want fear. <laughs> I don't want any fear. And you know, I've, 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 I've talked to many people in the last few months, preachers and ministers and uh, just people we know, that all of a sudden that were great giants of faith, they, they're letting fear grip their heart in the situation that we're in today. Fear is gripping their heart. You can hear it in their speech, you can hear it, and you can see it by their actions. But we've got to take all our fears to God. Look at Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord, He heard me, and He delivered me from all my fears. So what do we do when we have fear coming in and trying to creep in and says, well, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do when you can't go to the grocery store? What are you going to do when you can't do this? What are you going to do when you ain't got money? Hey, you know, I, 
What did Jesus do? He had Peter go out and just get the fish and get the money out and go pay the taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is still going to do it. We don't let fear grip our hearts. Amen? <laughs> and uh, he said, uh, Psalm said, I sought the Lord. He heard me and delivered me from all of my fear. He delivered us from all of our fear. God's not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind, 2 Timothy 1, 7. God's not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We, we need to understand fear is just false evidence appearing real. F, false, E, evidence, A, appearing, R, real. False evidence appearing real. That's what fear is. And we just need to say, Lord... I'm going to put my faith in the truth. You'll know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. Truth will make you free. The devil brings all the fear thoughts in, but then you get your word out, and you took the word, and this, this overrides fear. This overrides fear every time. So we need to understand that God's not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. And we have the faith of God in our hearts. How many glad you got faith tonight? Do you believe God? I believe God. I believe what God's Word says. I believe what God's Word says. I'm not going to let nobody put doubt in my heart. I Somebody was trying to put doubt in me one time years ago and, and you know, just seeds of doubt. And I, I say, just, I say, I'm going to say what Jesus said. Get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> they said, what are you talking about, Brother Clarence? What are you talking about? I said, because you've got evil words coming out of your mouth. And I said, I'm not going to let fear dominate. It's time to believe God. Hallelujah. Time to put our confidence in God. And you know what? That same person saw God do some miraculous things, and they changed their mind real quick, and they got to seeing that God was on their side, and if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen? Fear. We, we, can, we can let fear dominate, or we can let faith rule our hearts. Let faith umpire our hearts. Praise God. Let faith keep us in the right spot with God. Amen? Oh, praise God. Lift your hands and just thank God tonight. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. <laughs> I believe what God's Word says. I believe it. Do you believe it? I want to shut our eyes and just sing this little chorus. We sang it earlier today, a while ago, but let's just sing it again. Oh, by His Word, I have no fear in me. By His Word, death cannot swallow me. By His Word, I have prosperity by His Word, I've been set free.
by His name. I have no fear in me. By His name, death cannot swallow me. By His name, I walk in victory. By His name, I've been set free. Now here's the real kicker to the devil. All by His blood, I have no fear in me. By His blood. Death cannot swallow me By His blood I walk in victory By His blood I've been set free stand to your feet tonight. Thank God for the Word. Oh, there's power, power, one working power in that blood of the Lamb. Oh, there is power, power, one working power in that precious blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Say out loud, I don't have fear. I have faith. In God, in His Word, and in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the devil was defeated. Not going to be defeated, he was defeated. Praise God.